with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Cloudy today in a high of 12. Right now, it's 7. This news update is brought to you by Shoppers Drug Mart. Visit Shoppers Drug Mart for the 20 times the points cosmetic event on now until Thursday, September 17th. Well, someone from Leduc will be making their Dancing with the Stars debut tonight. We'll have more on that in just a minute. But first, the day is finally here. The Kissing Cash Cow is back, and she wants to beef up your wallet. We are playing four times a day, 8, 10, 2, and 4. Be listening for the code word at 8 o'clock this morning to play. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is offering his deepest condolences after the death of the wife of former Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. Aline Chrétien died surrounded by family at her home in Quebec. She was 84 years old. A new crash analysis has been revealed by the city of Edmonton. The data shows that the number one cause for severe crashes causing the majority of injury or death in our city is drivers following too close. White Ave was one of the many roadways identified as a high injury network. The city is hoping to achieve its goal of zero collision related fatalities by the year 2032. My wife, sorry, has been uh, telling me as we've been driving, uh, she's like, stay out of the mix, Chris. And what does that mean? That means don't, oh. follow, don't follow too close. Stay oh, out. Yeah, you That's got apparently that. what we all do. You say that, but he's blaring Gar- Garth. <laughs> <laughs> you got the old uh, radar detector ripping. And in the middle of the mix. Well, Dancing with the Stars premieres tonight. Perhaps the two we're most looking forward to, Carol Baskin from Tiger King. And they say she is going to be dancing to Eye of the Tiger tonight. Mm. And former Bachelorette and Leduc native, Caitlin Bristow, will also be on. Yeah, she couldn't believe I saw her uh, do a post, and she says, I can't believe I'm here with uh, Carol Baskin and Nellie, and uh, she's just this little young girl. It's for, crazy. You know, originally from Leduc. Pretty cool story. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, and so uh, we thought this morning just for fun, and again, it's kind of a serious topic, of course, in some situations, but we're looking for more of your fun debt regret stories like what's the time you you got yourself into debt and you went oh my gosh I wish I would you know you have this serious regret about it yeah we've got I've got a great one Bob thought it was a great idea to get Kennedy a quad and this was the best deal we're ever gonna find I was there the day yes then Bob was was like on the phone he's like wheeling and dealing for this quad yeah we're never gonna find a better deal than this now We can find them everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> or cheaper. <laughs> so you got debt regret about the quad. Yeah. But okay. she's got a, a quad, though. That's all that matters. Yeah, and you know what? She does love it. Okay. But I know we could have gotten it cheaper. Okay. It must be nice to have a quad for your kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you have, Matt? What do you, What's your debt regret? Would well, you want to hear about the first time or the second time I dropped out of <laughs> university? Ooh. <laughs> I would say probably the first time when I went to, uh, out of province to university, Yeah. I got a line of credit. But my parents are like, well, we'll get him a line of credit probably six months before he goes just so he can learn responsibility. Uh-huh. Okay. I left. I had tapped that sucker. Okay. <laughs> and I was still at home. <laughs> I, I was like a 10 grand line of credit. And I'd used about 8,000 of it. So I had two G's for the entire year of school. <laughs> How'd that work? Well, it worked out okay because I dropped out within a month and a half. Oh, right. Uh, not bad. It That's took me a long time to pay that sucker off. Pretty expensive school if you look at it by the month. Yeah, my parents paid for the school. I just paid for everything else, but oh, not really. Okay, what? Not really. You paid for everything else, or what? No, you saying? Oh yeah, I was. They had to help me. <laughs> Mom. Oh yeah, that's, it's like you were there. <laughs> when I was going into broadcasting school, 
I don't know what was happening, but I, I had student loans as well, and I had some money, and I ended up spending my like student uh, loan money on an Alpine stereo for my truck. I remember, and it was all like right, unbelievably expensive. Well, you got a couple of twelves in the back, oh. you know, fifteen hundred watt amp, oh. new CD deck. I didn't even have to start my truck to make it move. Like it just it would move with just the power <laughs> of the stereo, right? I did the same thing, but it was so expensive. Like Alpine was like it was like the Cadillac. Cadillac. Oh, how my much gosh. did you spend? You figure? Oh, think? thousands of dollars. Like really? That I didn't have. But Although, so- if you think about it, I guess it was part of your industry. You needed to hear the radio. <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. yeah. <laughs> right. With, with the extreme deep bass. <laughs> was, but it was ridiculous. When like it was one of those things. I'm like, what have I done? And, then and what it was are you too listening late. to on the stereo? Yeah, nothing. Waylon that- Jennings. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Charlie Pride on a couple of twelves. (laughs) It's true. It's true. What about you? We're looking for your debt regret stories. What's that time you went, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just and there'll be people talking about weddings, I bet. I bet you there's gotta be some and not just because you didn't stay married to the person, but just the amount of money that a wedding would cost. They're expensive. Yeah. All right. Jack had a peacock at her wedding. <laughs> that one was free. <laughs> 780-421-1039. Tell us about your debt regret this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Debt for you at 8 o'clock this morning, so we're looking for your debt regret stories. This text just came in, debt story. I was 18 years old, and I got a credit card for some stupid reason, even though I was only making minimum wage. Well, this is also when I found out about financing and payment plans, and I went on the shopping channel and financed a Dyson blow dryer, which was about $750. So, of course, I thought I would be able to make the affordable monthly payment, which was still quite large. And, of course, I didn't make a lot of money to begin with. So when COVID hit and I was out of work, I literally had to choose between gas, money, and food or paying for my blow dryer. Yeah, that hurts, dog. Ouch. Mm. Get the $30 one from Walmart. Let that be a lesson. No Dyson blow dryers. They have mastered air. This is an interesting (laughs) one. A divorce lawyer. If I knew then what I know now, I would have fought smarter. Yeah. You kind of want to ask him, like, what'd you do differently? But I don't want to be like that guy, you know? No, you don't want to ask. Yeah, I understand. Well, I saw when we were driving back from uh, southern Alberta yesterday, one of those big trucks that's got the advertising on it. There was mm-hmm. a, a company called DivorceEasy.ca. Oh, I've seen their billboards too. It's a divorce for $1,000, so there you go. And I went, oh, that's interesting. Karen said, why would you say that's interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I just... You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Cash cow, yeah, your chance to play and win coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. Get rid of some of that debt. So we're talking about debt regret this morning. This text says, my husband called me at work several years ago to let me know that he had bought a Hummer vehicle on our visa. What? Come on, guy. Mm-hmm. I asked her what she said, and then she said, nothing repeatable on air. <laughs> Understandable. Another text here. Good morning, guys. I went through $50,000 of school without student loans, and now I have a maxed out line of credit and credit card from General Life Overspending. Okay. Yikes. But you got that big degree, though. That's true. All right. Uh, what about you, Simon? Yeah. So actually, five years ago, I decided to uh, go backpacking in Europe for two and a half months, and I did it all on credit cards. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was probably the best decision of my life. But you know what? One thing about it, I do not regret it because it was the most amazing trip I've ever done. You're still paying the minimum balance on the trip, <laughs> right? I I got my I'm I got myself through a debt relief program 
okay. to uh, Good the idea. office five years ago, and I'm still paying for it. I've made friends that I will stay friends for the rest of my life. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you were buying all the drinks with the credit card. <laughs> uh, a couple times I did, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that? Hey, with the cash cow coming in less than an hour and your chance to play and win, Matt, are you the only one that kind of ties in? Let's tie this into the cow in a way, okay? okay? All right. Growing up uh, at the dinner table, we never had glasses of water, only milk. And now, once I met my wife, She's like, this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. Because every time you go to her place, they always have water on the table. No, they never drank milk as kids because somebody's allergic to milk in their weird family. Yeah, someone's <laughs> allergic to everything. Yeah, gluten, wheat, yeah, birdseed, air, air. whatever it is. So she's like, this is insane. Every time I go to your parents' house, like we don't have water. I always have to ask for water. I'm like, yeah, because we always had milk and or booze. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now you've graduated to booze. <laughs> she's and I'm like every t- and she's like, well, what do you do when you get water at my parents' house? Do you think it's weird? I'm like, no, I think it's a treat because I'm like, oh look, water. Mm. But now I start drinking water at home, and I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe she was right. But we never ever had water, just milk. We're, we were the same growing up. We always had milk on the table. Never. Uh, we weren't you, a water family. Would you have an entire glass, Jack, or would you have like two glasses or half a glass? Just one glass, but my mom made us drink it because we, well, like we did not like milk. And she was like, I don't care if you got to finish it. Interesting. You know what? I don't, I still don't drink milk. The only time I, I use milk is in my cereal, and that's not very often at all. But... I think our our family was the same. I remember my brothers just chugging, like chugging the milk. Yeah. You never had milk at the table? We had milk at no, the they table. Did. We I don't think we had water. You didn't drink either. it. No. You just had this dry mouth. But I I'll tell you, our water on the farm, the well water, was so Ooh. disgusting that uh, it looked kind of like juice. <laughs> it was like chunky milk. Ooh. Yeah, so you're not the only one, Matt. Okay, good to know. You guys are in our my corner. <laughs> All right. What about you? Uh, milk or water at your table? Like, would you? You never drank water. Never. Like, uh, we never had water at the uh-uh. table. But, you, never. but, but even uh, you never even went and got a glass yourself. Once no? in a while, when I was thirsty, usually because I had all my water at sports. I'm like, sports was a water was a sports drink. I never had it at home. We, yeah. My dad loved Kool-Aid, so he just poured three cups of sugar in a jug and <laughs> a little bit of water. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we had juice and stuff. And when, uh, when we got older, okay. the only water we ever had was bottled water from Costco. Well, once the bottled water came, that was a game changer. But, but prior to that, interesting. All right, 780-421-1039. Text us at 1039 as well. Are we the only ones that only had milk at the table? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Never had water at the the table, whether it was for dinner or as we call it on the farm, Matt, say it for me. Supper. Supper. Thank you. You know it. Yeah, exactly. The three of us say, yeah, no, I think it was, and I always say milk. I, I want to say it properly because I usually say milk, milk. like M-E-L-K. Milk. It's milk. Right. And the cash cow is coming, so we're tying this all in. So, yeah, we all, uh, we're milk families. And what are people saying on text, Jack? Matt, it appears that you are not the only one. Yes. This text says milk here, except for my mom. She would drink water because she was always on Weight Watchers. Oh, yes. Another text here, water would never be set out. It was only milk. If we wanted water, it would be a separate trip to the faucet. Is this an Alberta thing? 
What's going on? This this one person says my husband drinks a minimum of two liters of milk a day. Oh, easily. That's my husband, Bob, too. What? The kid just loves milk. This, is it skim <laughs> or 2% or 3%? We drink 2% That's in our house. That's nuts. Like the calories. I, it's like <laughs> drinking pop. Milk all the way, says this texter. We went through a gallon per day with three kids in the family. If I'm super thirsty, it is still my first choice. I think when I was a kid... Whenever we did have water, it was at a restaurant. I always felt water never paired well with food, no matter what. It was like, you know, too watery for my lasagna. Yeah, it's almost like it was watery. (laughs) (laughs) But Matt, you're not alone on this one. You can you can go back to your wife Sam and say, hey. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm literally gonna copy these and email them to her. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I just uh, and I've seen people just chug the whole yeah the the whole like two liters of of milk right. But I have fond memories as a kid like having a nice cold glass of milk at dinner. Like I enjoyed it. Ooh, we always had um, is it Nesquik? We had chocolate milk (laughs) for dinner. Yeah. How'd you become a model? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's all she had. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that Matt says had milk at the table for all their meals instead of water? And there's yeah. a lot of people saying, You're not the only one. Jonathan, you got something for us? Yes. Um, now, remember, Matt was also asking, Is this just an Albertan thing? Yeah. Um, when I was in, I was born in Quebec, and we moved out when we were seven. We still had glass on the dinner table every night, just one. But the difference was in Quebec was we got bags and uh, milk, milk in a bag. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, the bag of milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk. Uh, oh, it's great. Yeah, no, mom made sure we had at least one glass of milk at dinner time. After that, we can either have a glass of water or a glass of juice. But ma- one glass was mandatory. I, You know what? And yeah. I remember some people... There was bags of milk in Alberta, too. I'm sure there was. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you would put it in, like, that pitcher thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yes, and then cut it, yeah. right? And yeah. Then cut the... And then sometimes the little piece would be too far back and you'd spill everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Or was that just me? <laughs> well, I was five with little fingers trying to do tip that over, too. So. Sure. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, thank you for thank calling. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys have a good day. By the way, you know what Matt looks like with his shirt off? <laughs> What, Matt? A bag of milk. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Someone clipped that corner a little too short. (laughs) I'm spilling out. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that, Matt, what's your story? Well, my wife was giving me the gears because we never have water at dinner. Well, growing up, we just had milk. And she's like, this is weird. Every time I go to her house in Lethbridge with her and her family, there's always water, which is fine. I like water. But yeah, we just were a milk family. And she's like, no, you have to have water. Do they have both? Do they have milk and water? No milk. Like, you have to understand, Sam's (laughs) family is riddled with food allergies. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nobody eats gluten. Dairy's out of the question. Yeah. Red meat, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) They are also the healthiest people I know, even though I hate them. Yes. I don't hate them. I hate their food choices. Right. Lots of texts coming in, Matt. You're not alone. This text says, I drink at least two glasses of milk every meal. This is normal. We asked if it was an Alberta thing. No, this isn't just an Alberta thing having milk at the dinner table. Born and raised Nova Scotia, I grew up on a dairy farm. We had milk straight from the cow on the table for every meal. 
I would say it would be weird if you didn't have milk and you worked at a dairy True. farm. True. Yeah, yeah. And straight from the cow, Matt, you've had that, actually. I have. Yeah, we went to the dairy farm. Uh, was it kind of off a of Rabbit Hill Road, and I had milk straight from the udder into my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Does it taste the same? Surprisingly a lot warmer. It was but, warmer. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what I was expecting. I'm like, ooh, this is warm. It was almost like cow temperature. It huh? was 100% internal cow temperature. <laughs> a lot of milk drinkers out there. This text says my wife and I drink almost a gallon a day. Okay, you like your milk, but like, where do you keep it all? Because mm. that's so much milk. I'm not going to the store every day. The nice thing about water just comes out of my tap. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your hubby, he just he chugs it. Yeah, my husband Bobby, four liter of milk probably once every two days. Yeah. There Do you, you pick it up for him? Does he pick it up, Jack? Oh, he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the store every day. Guy should have it on tap. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And now, folks, it's time for who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Stories about our weekends. Basically, uh, we're going to tell stories. One of us will be telling either a big lie or a little lie. It'll be a lie. And you got to figure out which one of us it is for your chance to win uh, movie passes to Landmark Cinemas. Okay? Got it. All right, Jack. Tell us about your weekend. Uh, well, Bobby was home this weekend, so it was very exciting. Uh, we went to the corn maze, my cousins and I, and we took our kids. And we had so much fun in the fact that we actually lost the kids in the corn maze. Yes. But we is could that keep- a no-no? I don't know. Like, they just ran away, and then we couldn't find them. (laughs) (laughs) Get lost in the maze. They say that. Exactly. And really, I knew it would be safe. Plus, we could hear them. But thank goodness my cousin TJ found them because there was no way I was going. (laughs) Right. Um, And then we had one last fire of the summer at home, so that was nice. We were also dog-sitting Moose, Uh who's a Boston Terrier, and it went perfect. He was awesome. But I had said earlier that my highlight of the weekend was the corn maze. I lied. I forgot about the big highlight of my weekend. Lily, my eight-month-old, started crawling. Yay! Yeah. So I'm very proud of her, and she's so cute. My my family goes the same day home as Jack's family. Yeah. And my wife said that Lily was so close when she was there, too, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it was just any day now we knew it was going to happen, and then she just took off. Do you want them to crawl, like, once you know that they... uh... I don't know. I just lost my kid in the corn maze. So now they <laughs> now they're crawling kid. I'm Rumor in trouble. Has it, she's still there. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maddie, what about you? It was a pretty good weekend. Pretty low key after uh, three busy weekends of camping and going to see in-laws and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, the computer room. We took a bunch of stuff out, getting ready for the new baby, because that's going to be the new baby's room. Yes. Uh, but Saturday morning I woke up and then I heard a little voice say something. I'm like, did you really just say that? Uh-huh. It was my son, Bo. He started calling me Uncle Matt. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's daddy. Uncle Matt! Uncle Matt! <laughs> Uncle Matt! I'm like, pardon? <laughs> Uncle Matt! And I had to nip that in the bud real quick. Oh, Uh-oh. you think you stopped it now? You know, because mom was howling every time he said it. I wonder where so he, he got that from. I don't know. I think it was last weekend because... My nephew, Gabe, oh, calls okay. me Uncle Matt. Oh, that's oh, okay. right. And he wants to be just like his older cousin, Gabe. Exactly. So it makes complete sense. Uncle Matt. Uncle Matt. Okay. All right. Well, um, we had a, well, you know what? It was, it was a, a well, we went to, on a trip because a, a friend of ours, my, my, 
My brother-in-law's father-in-law passed away tragically, actually calf roping. It was a real sad story, um, and he actually fell off his horse. And uh, But it was the way that uh, if, if he wanted to go doing something you loved, he did. His name was Garth Mikalski. He was a wonderful man. He lived in southern Alberta. So we made the trip to a, a social distancing outdoor uh, memorial service for him um, that was on Sunday. And so because it was in the Crow's Nest Pass, we decided to make a whole weekend out of it. We drove down, and I love the Crow's Nest Pass. It's just absolutely beautiful there. It just is. It really is one of the nicest parts of Alberta. The challenging part was there was so much smoke you could hardly oh, see. Right. It was just so smoky uh, the whole time we were there because of the smoke that's coming up from Oregon and uh, California. So anyway, the memorial service went as well as it could, considering uh, we lost this great man and uh, we had a you know we made the best of the weekend and we you know had a couple of day trips. So anyway, that's one of, nice. one of us is telling a, a lie this morning. Which one is it? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Who do you trust this morning? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, with the Cash Cows, first play coming up here at 8 o'clock. The code word you're going to need. We're playing Who Do You Trust right now. Basically, stories about our weekends. Jack, you had a crazy weekend at the corn maze, and then little Lily was walking. Well, crawling. crawling. <laughs> Hopefully not walking She's yet. She's got to crawl before she walks. I'll get Usually. It Matt's little guy is calling him Uncle Matt. Yeah. And we had a, uh, a celebration of life we had to go to in the Crow's Nest Pass, so we made it a kind of a weekend trip, and we spent a few days down there. Which one of us is telling the lie? Hey, I think that Chris is lying. You know what? You're absolutely right. We Good did, job. We did not make it a, a, a weekend trip. We actually left at 7.30 in the morning yesterday, uh, went to, to the memorial service, and we're back by 7.30 last night. Craziness. Oh, crazy. All in one day. All in one day. That's a busy day. That's a classic Chris Sheets movie. That's true. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I've never won before. This is a first. I'm like just a little bit in shock. Completely in shock. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So, uh, okay, we've got this black lab. Her name is Chloe, and she's three years old, and uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's she's a, an interesting dog. She she loves love, and she's very yeah. she's as soon as somebody's up in our house, no matter what time, whether it's four in the morning or ten in the morning or any time in the morning, she wants in the house. And uh, the problem is, I, I just leave her in the house, but then she's not really settled in the house either. It's like she likes to be out in the garage, and then she's got her dog run, and she does her little thing there, right? But anyway, long story short, this morning when I got up, Karen met me in the bathroom, and she said, your dog. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she said, she jumped out of her dog run again, and she had done that before. Now, the dog run is at least four feet high, if not more. And uh, we've had to Alcatraz it up with uh, some chicken wire on top because she was getting over top of it. And it's like, it looks like it would be physically impossible for her to get over. I have no idea. That's what you think. How she's next, a guard tower with snipers in it? I don't know. How is she getting over this thing? And then, uh, and the funniest part was that by the time I came from the bathroom and went back into uh, back into where, you know, the into, into her dog run, she had jumped back in. Like she didn't she want, knew. She didn't want to get caught. And uh, incredible, though. do yourself a favor and just Google dogs jumping or climbing off out of fences and you'll realize exactly how she's done it. These dogs. Can they're do nimble. It. Yeah. Small, little, doesn't matter. You got an escaping dog. Yeah. They're going to find a way. Right. You were telling us, Matt, uh, earlier in the show about uh, your dad's dog. Yeah. Not really an ex- escaper, but this dog, a cockapoo, little dog, probably no more than 10 pounds, could climb ladders. My dad would be on the roof doing something. Then we found out he could climb because he just ended up on the roof with my dad. My my parents have a two-story. 
Surprise. Like, how'd the cockapoo get on the roof? <laughs> and your mother-in-law's dog? Yeah, my mother-in-law's uh, dog, Elsa, is a jumper. So much so that I think they did set up cameras to say, like, how is she getting out of this fence? Like, right. this fence, I'm sure, at least was 10 feet. Yes. She climbs. All right. Tell us about your Houdini escape artist <laughs> dog. Or, you know, is there such a thing as an escape artist cat? Oh, probably. I mean, they can climb. That yeah. Makes, a cl- a cat, they have an advantage. A cat makes more sense than a dog. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I have no idea. When you see uh, this fence, you we moved her her doghouse away from the side of the fence because I thought she was clump, jumping up right. on her doghouse and then getting over. But I have no idea. But she must be climbing over. There's no way she could jump She's it. She's not Although, going under? No, definitely not. <clears throat> How close is the doghouse to the fence? Is she going doghouse over? Well, fence? that's what I thought, but we moved it to the middle because of that. Yeah, I maybe don't know. she's a long jumper. Anything's possible. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, yeah, anything. Tell us about yours. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's eight thirty-three. We're talking about jumping dogs because our dog jumped back out of her uh, out of her dog run uh, again this morning, and we're looking for your stories. I got this text. We have a blue tick coonhound that would not stop jumping our fence. Ten thousand dollars later, our acreage has a six-foot fence around it, and it looks like Fort Knox. What we do for our pets? Hmm. Yeah, that dog's getting put up for adoption. Yeah. What about a cat here? When we went to the SPCA to look for a cat, we found one that we liked, but he was padlocked in his cage. So we asked why he was locked up, and they said, well, he knew how to unlock the cage and had gone on some adventures. We knew at that point he was our forever cat. No kidding. Hey, if your cat's smart enough to unlock things. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen cats that uh, can... Open door handles, which yeah. is very terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> is that your cat, Matt? No, my cat's very lazy. Yeah, your cat could open a door handle by just looking at it because it's possessed. She just opens up Jack's rage. <laughs> right. I have a cat dog. She is a Yorkie. I swear she was a cat in a past life. I do not know how this 10-pound dog who is like 12 years old and is on more medication than my 90-year-old grandmother, she, she can get up on the kitchen counter. Like, I don't know how. It's like she jumps onto the table, and then she just, like, takes a running start and just runs onto the kitchen counter. It's insane. I don't need to wash my dishes because she licks them all. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's on little dog's, doggy Oxycontin. She just wants to go and... <laughs> she must be. It's... Amanda, tell us about your jumping dog. Okay, so you know how your fence, when they connect, they make that L shape? Yeah. Okay, so they actually, like our dog, we actually saw him do it once. He bounces from corner to corner and uses it like a, almost like a ramp side to side. Oh, a doggy parkour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'll jump off like the corner of the fence, like the one side, jump back to the other, and then push himself over. Uh, if the internet has taught me anything, you upload this. You're going to get three, four million views. Yeah, you're going to go viral. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.